Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hey, everybody, welcome to Heal Squad with Maria Menunos, and well, much perhaps to your dismay, it's not Maria Menunos. It's Mr. Maria Menounos, and I am sitting here about to bring you part two of our interview with Kylan Young from Big Brother and the Challenge. I know in our first episode, we discussed at length autism and ADHD and what uh, Kylan here has done to overcome that. Today, we're going to focus more on the life of a reality TV star, specifically life on Big Brother and the Challenge along with uh, oh, just a few other things. So with that, it's February, people, and we are officially in the month of love. And with Maria being away right now and Valentine's Day coming up, uh, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious, Kai. Uh, segwaying into relationships. Um, you know, not that we need to discuss dating on the spectrum, but I saw on the challenge you had a moment with someone you were, I'm going to just say cohabitating with, or at least <laughs> cuddling with or whatever you all doing. I know it's edited for television and you just had a moment where you blurted out. She, she asked you something and you, your response was, I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was, <laughs> uh, there's a, uh, one of the other contenders, Melissa, and we met on the show and we were out at the, club we have club nights like after some of the challenges and for you know this is early on the show um and like i said I, I can by the way is it those first few weeks everyone's settling in and is it is it like i'm envisioning it's almost like freshman year in college everyone shows up and is everyone starting to eye up who they want to maybe <laughs> like or be with is it uh i mean it's it is but it's faster than that is is uh because I don't know if it's the type of personalities that are attracted to this type of show, but I feel like it's a, you know, it's a very high emotion, high energy environment. A lot of adrenaline is pumping all the time. Um, you get everyone is in literal competition with each other. Um, and I feel like <laughs> it's gotten so advanced that 15, 20 years ago, it was so raw that people were like, oh, I'm going to hook up with this person. I feel like now people are focused on winning. Do you agree, Rox? Yeah, honestly. They're much more, right? Yeah, oh, completely. yeah. Completely. People make this a full-time job. They work out every single day, two times a day, three times a day, off-season, too, preparing for the challenge. So, you, so Melissa. Back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you um, worked out for Melissa. No, so we were we ended up on stage. Uh, uh, there was, like, a stage at the club, the bar we were at, and everyone was, like, uh, chanting for us to kiss. And it was... Uh, definitely a moment where I was overstimulated because this is, we're really early in the show, so I'm taking in all of the other castmates. I'm taking in the location. We're in Croatia. I've never been there. We've never been to this bar before. Uh, I'm taking in a lot of information, and I had maxed out my capacity <laughs> for um, 
for new experiences because that is, you know, I find myself fairly regulated in planning. Like that's, if my friend, I, something that is hard for people to, to see for people on the spectrum is they'll talk about like, you know, having meltdowns or, or being overwhelmed. And it could be as simple as like, I remember my friends came over, we were like, oh, we're gonna go to the movies. Or, or we're, yeah, we're gonna go to the movies. And I was like, cool. And then they all came over and like, actually we all talked and we decided we wanna do this. And I was like, I need to go downstairs by myself for 15 minutes. Otherwise I'm going to panic because this is different than what we talked about. So I mentally prepare myself to be out in simulation. And at the bar, I was mentally prepared for being there and taking in everything. And then when everybody chanted kiss and she wanted to kiss and I like was like, I can't do that because that is too much for, my, for, for me to process right now. And I didn't think anything of it. And, I, and this is another learning lesson. Like it wouldn't, if that happened to me, it wouldn't cross my mind to be embarrassed. She felt very embarrassed and disrespected and upset and so then we were talking and I was like none of that like I feel overwhelmed and I would not ever take it that way as being embarrassed because it's just like why would anybody have to do something that they don't want to do in front of people uh, and then she's just like well I feel like it makes sense to everybody else and I was like yeah but you know I'm not like everyone else and she's like what do you mean and I was like oh well, yeah because I'm on the spectrum like the autism diagnosis actually but what you said kind of made I, sense but ha to well, me. yeah <laughs> well because I explain it like right, that okay, but that's copy. not yeah that is I have yeah enough context to give it but she uh, I didn't realize we hadn't talked about it because we'd already been talking and hanging out and you know being on the spectrum, being autistic is part of my identity, but I have a lot of my identity. And so I don't tend to shake hands with people and say like, hi, I'm Kyle. Yeah, of course. Why would you? Yeah. And so how <laughs> was she with the, you know, once it... she was incredibly receptive. It, it was actually really cool. I think she had a, a family member um, that she mentioned or, or a fr family friend. So she's like, oh, like, okay, I know that it can be different. And so it was, um, it was one of those things where at first she was just talking to her other friends in the house so they were just reaffirming her experience they were just like yeah that was super messed up um yeah that was really weird or yeah whatever um you you should be upset all these things um i can't believe you would do that and then um so then when i talked i was like hey by the way like like you know this is why this is this is why that was a weird situation i wasn't ready for and uh and i i hadn't even known i hadn't even noticed that i we hadn't talked about it so um, that's an interesting balancing act in but itself. But she got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she got it, and we got it, and we talked, and everything was fine. But it's like dating anybody uh, or interacting with you know new people. It's like when do you bring that up? Like, hey, like I might do something, um, you know, that is interpreted different, and it's not because I don't like you. And my brain operates efficiently. Efficiency and communication is usually not very polite or. Uh, sensitive <laughs> right and and do would you does it matter do you do would you want to date someone on the spectrum would you need to or is that uh is that more troublesome i've definitely thought about that um i actually uh i, I was talking to someone else in the spectrum we, and there is like certain there's there you know that they might not be as sensitive to certain things. <laughs> so <laughs> like, it's just different. So it's too. definitely a thought uh, uh, I've I've had where I'm like, oh, like not like I want to actively seek it, but like, oh, it is um, there. I mean, it's like any parts of your identity. If you're, you know, I'm, I'm half black, I'm half Mexican, um, and I've I've dated so many different races, and uh, there usually can be a different. There can be a shared understanding for someone. You know, I've dated people of different, you know, uh, economic. Yeah, so I guess it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, right? it, it is. It doesn't like, but there is a a relatability and less that you have to explain. Got so it. it's like, yeah, same thing. If date a minority and you're a minority, there's less that right. you have to explain. So I have a solution for all of us here, for, for <laughs> Nikkei, for Roxy, for Dwayne in the booth. I'm just gonna throw it out there: eHarmony. If you haven't been successful in meeting your person, uh, someone in person, and you're ready to discover your life companion, look no further than eHarmony. Heal Squad eHarmony simplifies simplifies the process of finding a deep and meaningful connection through the combat their compatibility quiz. That's right. I love this thing. This quiz uh, delves into your unique personality, interests, and values, guaranteeing that you'll be matched with someone who genuinely understands and appreciates you. Uh, I, of course, have found my perfect match <laughs> in Miss Maria Menounos, uh, but uh, I, I want the same for you. Uh, so uh, go take that leap. Go to uh, eHarmony.com, take their compatibility quiz. 
And by the way, no, but let us know how you do. So, Roxy, I'm going to just throw it over to you about this. I we I remember they're one of our sponsors, but I love this idea that there's a quiz to be much more mindful in connecting with, you know, your potential significant other. Because yeah. normally I'm from a generation where, oh, she's hot. We're, that's it. <laughs> let's get married. Or mm-hmm. mom and dad like her. Let's get married. Like that was it. Or, you know, let's try to get married. It let's doesn't say. work like that anymore. No, yeah. it never. It didn't work then. Well, I think it worked out for you, but. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, by the well, well by the way, with Maria, it was it was it was so much beaten out of me that I could finally see clearly past all of that stuff, and I could just see a really good best friend. A quiz would have helped you. Cut yes. You, well, if I had been more mindful, like the way Kai is mindful <laughs> about the things he does, if I were more mindful to say, you know, what is the, who am I compatible with? Who should I be with? You know, I find this fascinating that there's one of these quizzes. Yeah, me too, honestly, because how else are you supposed to figure it out with all the noise right now? It's really difficult. even worse, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah with really, the, the swipe left, swipe difficult. right culture. Yeah. Yeah. All right, eharmony.com. Probably helps you find somebody who's looking for the same thing as you. I feel like that's the that's the I, that's the yes. where people misalign is like they look for different You're things. You're right. So who anyone who's there is in it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, rather than the you know, when you're just doing the random swipe left, swipe right, are they there for money, sex, you know, but but yeah, I think with eHarmony. Very good. Um back to Challenge and Big Brother <laughs> talking all that stuff. And I know, Rox, what do we do? Do we stay on Big Brother? Do you have any more? You, Rox, come on. Like, I knew you've been doing this forever. So you ask your Big Brother questions. I know. Well, I just, I mostly was curious how you felt about how everything in hindsight, but it sounds like you did everything you could at the time. And now everybody, I'm shocked to hear that all six of you are on a text thread. <laughs> I had no idea you guys were friends. Oh, more than that. Uh, all we're the only season including the two seasons after us where all of our cast is on a text thread together there's not a single other season that has everybody in a text thread that they still communicate on um fairly decently like it might be a joke it might be whatever but like somebody says something and there's no other season that has all of their cast still on um and i do i i i do think that the cookout probably is a reason for that because I feel like it added a level of perspective that like, oh yeah, this, there are bigger things than this. So any uh, sort of bad blood or, or backstabbing or whatever that we had, we can look past. I think that we did make it easier to look past it because even our, our inherent strategy of our cookout was each of us had uh, somebody outside of the Alliance who was our best friend. And those were our best friends. Those were the people that we cared about more than we cared about most of the people in the cookout except we just had cared about the mission above our own feelings. So I feel like when the show ended, normally the, that sort of betrayal, people are like, oh, well, I don't need to talk to this person anymore because they hurt me. Rather, when There's our scenario- There's a lot scenario, of money's on the line. Yeah. It's not just like a betrayal, like, oh, my friend hurt me. Oh. It, it's a, a lot of money on the line. And, and that's the interesting thing too, is even just saying the word betrayal of my friend, it's like outside of you know, infidelity, like in relationships, you know, how many people encounter betrayal in real life? Like, it, it, it's not a common experience um, because it is a, because uh, most people aren't competing in that, that directly. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I remember one of my favorite conversations uh, was with my friend Derek. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. 
All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Diehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with way. Go to the way T H E O U A I.com and enter the promo code heel squad for 15% off any product. That's the way T H E O U A I.com promo code heel squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. And he said, uh, he's like, you know, I just feel like everyone's out to get me. And I was like, well, cause they are. Like, I was like, literally, that is that is actively <laughs> why we're you, here. Yeah, I love it because your brain works. <laughs> yeah, You're so like, direct. Yeah, of course. Uh, um, and uh, you almost, but, it's okay, weird. I'm going to bring it over to Star Trek. It's very Mr. Spock. Spock is a you know is an autism hero. Like in the community, I've, as I've like learned about it, that everyone's like, yeah, Spock is is that guy. <laughs> Have you been watching since you were on the show? Um, yes, but like very inconsistently. Like I, I watch enough. I probably the last two seasons probably saw like fifty percent of the actual footage, but like you're you're in the conversation still from social media. You're um, you know we're talking to each other about it, so we follow enough of it. And uh, yeah, so I mean definitely, uh, but realistically, I probably you know instead of watching every single episode, I, I definitely skip some. And and because even then, it's like you realize from being in it like how much is how much is missed and um because it's 24 se- like that's the difference between that game and the other game is there's no breaks what did we miss from your season that we didn't see as fans um i mean from our season uh it well it would have been it's a couple of years ago now so i feel like i don't remember as i i remember more of the stuff for me as an individual mm-hmm. like uh, and some of it, I think, is uh, it, it may be related to me, like you know, operating differently than other people. And I think about how I w- would, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think of of stuff. Uh, well, because yeah. it makes sense if you're running cameras 24/7 and oh. then you're editing down a, a matter of hours. I can't. So many storylines and things and moments must have been missed. Yes, exactly. There are so many things missed, and then even so, on the live feeds, they because the live feeds only show two rooms at a time. So and there's you know five rooms in the house. So like they may miss certain conversations. And uh, what would be funny though is you're talking to you know you're, you're on Twitter, you're on social media, and people are like, oh well, you know, you couldn't be friends with this person because what about when you said this like that wasn't true and it's just like yeah I lied and like the, the lying <laughs> game yeah that was lying because I was lying like what do you mean like of course it wasn't it wasn't true and so um, they're like you contradicted it's like yeah that's that's part of it is you are contradicting you're telling one person something and someone else something else that's nature of the game and you're open to both of those options being what you then move forward with based on how the game plays out so it's like it's such a new that like what people miss is the nuance of the game because it's not chess. It is chess mixed with like poker and poker. It's like 
Sometimes you're bluffing. Sometimes you're making, uh, you, people will say like, you know, why did you make the decision? Going back to, like I said, observing things. Um, humans are very good at rationalizing, especially in these games. It cracks me up uh, because, and, and everyone, most people I think do it in most situations. Uh, you know, we make the decisions emotionally and then we justify it with reason afterwards. So like you'll hear somebody's explanation of something. It's like, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense, but I don't think that was true. It's like, because it wasn't. They made that decision because of how they felt and then they rationalize it after. And uh, that's, that is, that is a, such a big part of the game that people are like, it, there's, it's just such a nuanced game to where. Right, so specifically, yeah. what did we miss? I know, uh, man, I'm like specifically. If you're the EP of the show. Because I, yeah. I hear this all the time from all the reality shows, Rocks, is they say, they didn't, they left out this, they should have put in that. Well, I think they do run the cameras 24-7 for all of us to see. So it is one of the only shows where you're not missing as much because at any time of day I can log on and see yeah. what is going on there. Because of that, though, we do see every season yeah. there is some person on the show, Kev, who uh, they didn't used to eliminate them, but now they do says something unbelievably sexist, racist, homophobic. They used to just keep them in the house. Now they seem to have a zero tolerance It just policy. stinks because those people are such good television. <laughs> no, that's, we, that's we definitely... We need our bad guys, people. We keep get rid of all the villains. But what do we got? That's Julie, a, I'm curious how you feel about the fact that they're now immediately, if you say something that people don't like... Well, we only have them. the one example. The, the, the Luke, season. yeah, from this most recent season. And, and that was interesting in itself because it's like a... You know, now we ha we have to. Not that I disagree with the decision, but now we have to decide like what is, uh, you know, th there's a lot of like how do we how do we judge words now? What's the words that we're gonna make that are, um, you know, disqualifiable or not or whatever? And it's a it, I, I think that will be interesting to see how they handle future seasons. Um, was Luke on this this season? Or? Yeah, so Luke was on the most recent season. And He's what did a white he do? player who, who said the n word oh. and. Uh, and they pulled him out of the house. Um, I mean, they were not messing around. Yeah, pretty quickly. And it was, um, yeah. It, it, Dude, how do you feel about that, good or bad? I mean, I feel it was, I feel like it, it was good in the sense of, um, I don't know, I also have the benefit of, like, afterwards, people kind of approached him about it, and he had, like, no accountability around it. Like, I think he posted a joke about it at first to try to belittle it, and then every interview he's like, you know, it was very casually said, like it's part of his language, and he was very much talking about like, oh, well, you know, you're just high stress and you're not sleeping, you're not eating, and it's all these things. It's like, yeah, but like that—that that isn't a recipe that leads to casual use like that. And it wasn't a hateful statement; it was a very like non-hateful way that he said it. But I feel like so I have a little bit less grace around the lack of understanding of it. But then there's, uh, you know, it's like what other. What words are we are are, are we? There's a controversy later on because people are like someone else, uh, you know, said uh, the R word, which I didn't even know was like now referred to as like the R word, and so it's just like uh, yeah, what qualifies? Yeah, what qualifies? And that's going to be an interesting conversation. And then also, who says what? Because it's just like a uh, yeah. There, there's it is. It's gonna it will be interesting to see. It's an it's a complicated topic that I, I have a lot of thoughts on um, and that's why I feel like it could take over a conversation but as far as uh, it's I think that what that does bring me to though that I feel very passionately about is the way that the public judges uh, people in this situation it's like how you'll commonly see someone say like oh well now we see somebody's true colors and it's like if you look at a lot of basic psychology research. If you put people in high stress, difficult situations, you get the opposite of their normal responses. You do, you do not get a normal response from people. You don't get, you get, uh, you know, the adrenaline hype, the stress hype, the sleep deprived hype. Like, that's not how people operate. And sometimes people look at it and they're like, oh, this is how they truly are. It's like, no, that's actually the opposite is what all psychology tends to lean towards. Um, so now, and then let's take out the extremes and just look at, you know, I think Warren Buffett says if you, if the cop follows, you know, a car for a hundred miles, he's going to find a reason to write them a ticket. And that's kind of like, you're in this environment where you're living there. Um, you're navigating so many different situations and 
right now, you know, we have a little bit of a over, we have accountability that I'm super thankful for, but then we also have a little bit of an overcorrection in terms of like people like to sit on a high horse and judge other people for saying something that just like, like it's, it feels to me at times that we are, I, I can't, I don't know if it's the right word, de-incentivizing growth because we're like, hey, what about what you said 10 years ago or whatever? It's just, cause they'll pull out the tweets from people like the, from us yeah, in the cast yeah. about like the tweets and stuff. Like what about when you said when you were, it's like, yeah, when, when I was 14, like I, I'm not saying that's not a problem. I'm not saying we don't apologize for it, but like, the question I tend to ask people when they attack somebody is like, well, what do you want them to do? Do you, because do you want them to learn? Do you want them to be better? Because if that's what they're doing, then yeah. what, no, I think they want to Or do you just want to be upset? You want to punish, punish somebody. and thrash and, and, de and destroy. Because it makes, the, it gives them a sense of power. And I think that that's like an interesting thing that everyone in the Big Brother experiences because you will have, and, and you also see the differences of opinions because you'll say something and you'll have people you'll have the same situation and you have some people be, be upset for like somebody they're like oh i'm so glad that they didn't say something and then there'll be like other people oh i'm so, I, i'm so upset that they didn't say something or vice versa I'm so, and it's just like you're not going to please everyone you and it's just win. like and it's like you haven't no one's been in in that situation very few people have been in that situation of having all of their words observed and then lacking context and you'll see someone will say something and it's just like i can't believe they said that it's like well did you, you didn't see that they were giving them dirty looks earlier or something like that. And, and so that's what I was saying, like the stuff that you can't see is those quick interactions of, uh, that people make a lot of decisions on that they're really hard to, to that, that you can't even articulate. It's like, oh, well, you, this happened here, here and here that led to this. And it's, yeah, I, I feel like I'm not being as clear because my no, I, I feel like you're okay. very, it <laughs> yeah, seems yeah. very clear to me. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like it's the same reaction from the audience to Big Brother as it is to the challenge? Like when they're watching you on the challenge, is it as judgy of a group? As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. Kelsey is so great at making sure she responds to all of you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as 10 dollars a month so go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join getting better isn't easy friends but as i say all the time it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together we love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you it's definitely different and i feel like first off they're very different audiences <laughs> yeah tell me what's the difference um i mean, big brother is a very it's kind of a nerdy show it, it is it's and I love it. It is very middle America. You know, they'll, um, people always ask about like, oh, you know, do they feed you lines or anything like that? These games are not fake. <laughs> they are, uh, and 
are expressions that you tend to see in them are very real. The only thing that I, that Big Brother helps you do a little bit, because I think a lot of their audience is middle America and maybe, or just a little bit of a family friendly, hokey audience, is they That's might, me, Kev. They'll, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll help you make a sentence more like, uh, not just concise, but also more like hokey. So it's a, it might just be like, you know, you went, they, they, they had a game set up for an example, they'll have a game set up where there's a bunch of like lollipops, kind of like Candyland or something. And you walk out and you're like, this, this, this was just not a very fun challenge for me or competition for me. And they'll be like, you, you might want to say like, it sucked. And you're like, yeah, it sucked or something, or I'm a sucker or something yeah. like that. And that's and just better, yeah, it's better TV, but just I, something like it's, that. It's still a, the truth. <laughs> it's just, it, yeah, it's just the truth told yeah. in a better way for television. And uh, yes, and the and audience the, for the Big Brother, you know, eats it up, and the, uh, and the uh, but audience for challenge and challenge. That's the other thing too. Is you, once again, you can't please everybody. You have so many people that are, uh, you know, there for the competition, and then you have so many people that are there for the drama. And both of them are at odds, usually asking like, oh, this one sucks because they That's don't have more competition. This one sucks because they don't have enough drama. But for the drama people, are they trying to stay on the show as long as they can as well? Well, I'm talking more audience. So I'm saying the audience, oh, people me, who are sorry. watching the show sorry. who love the drama and people who are watching the show who love the competitions. Um, and it's funny because I'm definitely someone, you know, who likes the competitions aspect of it. And uh, not, and it's funny because I guess I found myself in drama, which I, I'm, I don't feel like I'm a dramatic person. And that's the other thing is that <laughs> going back to people, things not being fake, like these are people, these people aren't dramatic because they're on reality TV. They're on reality TV because they're dramatic. Like I'm around these people when there's no cameras, no phones, and this is how they act. <laughs> and <Okay>. they <laughs> here's a question, and, and I'm sure Rocky has many as well, but what is the, give me some generic differences between the cast of Big Brother and then the cast of Challenge. Um, Big Brother has archetypes, I feel like you might have seen like maybe, and this is generally speaking, um, you know, we're talking 14 to 16 people for the past 25, you know, seasons. Um, so it's just like, what is it, like 200 and, well, it, 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 it's, it's like 300 and something people because they've changed the, the number of players at different seasons. Um, but the, there's probably like, I don't know, 30 archetypes and any season might have, you know, kind of the more country person, the more, you know, uh, girl next door vibe and then like, what are uh, you? A scientist vibe or whatever. And, and like, it's not, they're not black and white, like super strict archetypes. But uh, I, yeah, I, well, that's the thing is that I think, I don't even know where I would classify myself as yeah. because in our season, in our season two was the first time it was as diverse as it was because they started our year doing a 50% uh, diverse cast. So they wanted to make sure that they had, uh, you know, 50% of the cast was diverse. Um, so, which already brought so much, in, in my opinion, so many, uh, a lot of positive things to the game. And we've seen that in the last, you know, in the last two seasons. Um, you know, we just had the, the most recent one, they just had their first Sikh uh, Punjabi winner, or uh, first Sikh player, first Sikh player in Big Brother, and he won. Um, we had- hanging you know, out with him the other day. Yeah, too. Jag, yeah, he's, he's, he's a great, yeah, he's, he's, he's a really cool guy. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then we had the first black woman winner in, in Taylor Hale the year before, and then our year, Xavier, first black player winner. And so I think that there, you know, there's different conversations happening, there's different, um, but as far, yeah, so I, I... And then what would you say for the challenge? So if we have the, the... The challenge is either, the challenge brings together a lot of alpha male jocks um, and, uh, and, which which I, I don't think most people would classify me as. Um, and uh, what else would it be like? And what would you say for the females? For, for Are fema they al oh, alpha I female? Mean, both. They have very, you know, either tomboyish. They have some tomboyish, uh, you know, athletes. And then they have very, uh, I, I don't even know what to call because I don't watch a lot of real like other reality TV shows besides these two, basically. And it's like, I don't know if you have a term for the the kind of catty kind of ca and catty guys too. To be fair, like catty, but mm -hmm. they they you know having people who are uh, 
um, going to who have short fuses. They they you know they love a good short fuse because that keeps things spicy, and and that's been interesting as the game has evolved where people are watching and they're like you know what having a short fuse tends to be bad. So then you have all these people coming on the show who are now holding back. They're a little bit more reserved, which is making the audience unhappy. But then the audience is like, well, like you guys want to be entertained. We want to win. So uh, for certain, it's an interesting Well, you know what they used to do? Contention. The idea used to be keep them in that room long enough and ply so much alcohol on them. <laughs> no, that really. Sweet. And it was, it no really was unsafe, food. you know, yes. because it was very unsafe because the, the it got violent. Yeah. Because then after a while, you can't, you can't hold your guard up. Oh, yeah. The and mask the, falls off. And that's the other thing is they've changed the alcohol consumption. Now it's like a two-drink usually limit, like, except for occasional nights they might let them uh, drink. And, uh, and it's crazy because I don't really drink. Um, I, I, so that was an interesting experience, Just I, which I've already had a lot. I've, I've been for years. Um, I tried not operating extreme. So for about the past, like, five years probably I drink for like a week or weekend while I travel and then I don't drink for like four to eight months and I've been doing that for the past like five years and so um, yeah, it, it seems on the challenge is so much cleaner people really well like, I think it's but I think that's no I was me and Arasia were the only people that didn't drink oh so okay. everyone else drank and Who they else? drank Who's and they were me and Arasio. oh Arasio, yeah. yeah he's a uh, super athlete yeah super, and um but it's funny because I think that environment makes people want to drink, the people who do drink. So they were fiending. <laughs> they were fiend. They were like begging to take mine and Rossio's drink. To, like we would give them because we're not using them. But like then we would get in trouble for that. So but they are just <laughs> but just the way they're pleading. And that's the weird part about being in any of these these sort of shows is that that's hard for people to understand is like as an adult, you're not you're not used to being supervised and controlled and so that's a very unique experience mentally to where somebody is controlling you know your what uh you know your your eating schedule your 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 how much you can drink or not drink as an adult that probably messes with you a little bit as far as like someone else being in control of your life um for such an extended period of time uh the the benefit that i feel like that i I think that's why big brother players have probably been doing well you know i think what three of the last, uh, the, the three seasons before us, two of the last three have been Big Brother people have been on the winning, te- have been winning. Um, it's because like we're... Winning in the challenge. Winning in the challenge, yeah. So, uh, with Casey and Amber, or Amber and then Casey. Um, it is, you could see people getting restless by like week five or whatever. And I'm like, well, we were in Big Brother for three months. Mm-hmm. Like, and truly locked away. They like, could go the distance. Like you are not... That's the thing about Big Brother. It, the isolation is more than you can imagine because they show us in the backyard all the time, but the backyard is closed most days for because that's where they build all the competitions. So you only get sunlight two days a week. The rest of it, there's no windows. You're not going outside. <laughs> you're space. just stuck in the house. You and it's 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 no phone. No, it's not just no phone, no TV, no internet. It's no music and no, no pen sunlight. and paper, no books, ooh, ooh. no sunlight on top of that, no other faces. You don't see another face. Like, you don't see production. When you're on these other shows, even Survivor, like, Survivor, you can go for a walk. You can hang out. Like, you can build a fire. You can distract yourself. And Big Brother, there's no distractions. You're just trapped in the house thinking and talking. That's all. (laughs) I think that's part of why, going back to when you said that people say you see your true colors, and and maybe it's not necessarily that way. So the season after you with Taylor Mm -hmm. is one of the most interesting seasons ever. Um, This like to me she's the queen of all queens taylor won she was unbelievable but she was targeted from day one everybody hated her from for seemingly like no reason it was really a truly strange uh when you talk about catty women or people it seemed like a very catty situation she was a, a pageant queen and just the most beautiful girl you've ever seen in your life and uh, I wanted to know when you were watching that, what did you think about what was going on? Because you had just come out of the house, obviously. You are watching from a different perspective of why everybody was treating her that way. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it was... <laughs> it's funny, I find myself even hesitant now because it... I 
could see, and this goes back to like, you know, I think just how I think, like I was like, I see how that happens. Like it, 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 the environment in the house is that you're trying to find reasons to protect your own sanity uh, to villainize other people. You wanna figure out why is this person, why am I not gonna feel bad when I uh, take away this person's dream of winning this game and winning this money for them and their families? Because that's what you're doing. And what's crazy about that environment is that it's hard to do that because you also are so isolated that these bonds, Big Brother has more lasting marriages that have come from it than the entire Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise. And that's because those bonds that you're making there are so tight, so fast, so isolated, like, and the isolation. So you are building the best friendships of your life and trying to figure out how do I ruin this person's dream at the same time? And to hold both of those together, uh, your brain starts to make little notes about like, okay, I want to villainize this person. So it's like, oh, she's a pageant queen. So she must, you know, think she's better than everybody. And she must, uh, and when she, you know, says this, it's not like you're on high alert to interpret things as negatively as possible. And in our season, we actually caught that early on. I literally remember a conversation where we said, where somebody said something personal and we were like, hey, like, remember that like, I was, I think I was, I was talking to someone. I was like, hey, remember that all of our brains right now are looking for a reason to villainize others. So like, they're not a bad person. We, we just want to believe that so that we don't have to feel bad. And so when I saw that happening, I was like, oh, this sucks because I, that's why it's happening. And uh, it was, so it's like, like I almost, I found myself like having grace for, for you know, so because every, you know, we obviously cared about Taylor and, and I'm really close to her now. And so it, but it was, I was like, man, I know why this happened. And it's not because they're, you know, bullies as much as it's the group think of they're in an environment where everyone's telling them like, hey, like, they're re all reinforcing that negative thought. And so it was, it was a very interesting experience to watch play out because it was like, oh wow, like I know why this is happening and it's, and it's so unfortunate. Um, but then it's also unfortunate for all of us to watch it and hop on and be like, which you're not doing, but I think we saw the internet do like, you know, tear some of these people's lives apart. Like, right. like Monty was second place. And you know, someone at one point had told him like, hey, like Taylor is trying to utilize like the cookout. She's trying to use the blackness as uh, a strategy in this game um, without, uh, you know, genuine purposes. And so he was like very upset about that when somebody told him that. And so then he, you know, had distanced himself from her in a moment. But then it's just like, well, yeah, like that wasn't what she was doing, but he didn't know that. And so so everybody, you know, attacked him for, for not supporting her at one moment. And then later on, they have a relationship and he does support her because then they build the relationship and all that. And then so it's such an interesting thing for people to hold you accountable for something that's going back to earlier, that's mm -hmm. not current. They're just like, hey, like I'm upset at you for, for you know, I get messages today about like me and Xavier and they're just like, I can't believe that you did this. It's like, you guys know me and him are friends, right? Like, like we're like you are trying to talk about something that we have moved past. And what I believe is, has happened in most of these situations is it's really hard to satisfy these people because they're channeling a pain that was caused to them by someone else. So they are like, so if they're watching, you know, someone, you know, be disrespectful to Taylor, they're thinking about the person who is disrespectful for them because they were a woman or because they were black or because they were a black woman and they, are they now were, putting that on, they're like, yeah. oh, like I felt that pain. And so now Monty or whoever it is can't apologize to them because they're not the person who caused it. But so, so they actually don't want the apology in that scenario um, or they don't want my apology uh, because they just want to be upset at me because, because they're not upset at me, they're upset at someone else. And so that's why I also like, I feel like that also leads me to another positive thing to, to be on the spectrum is that I, since I think since I think about all of this all the time, I definitely notice how much less affected I am because I'm just like, oh, people don't know. Like people don't know and they're coming from a situation of ignorance and they're also coming from a situation of, of just, uh, and there's also numbers. Like the negative voices are louder and way more intense. 
than the positive voices, but they're far fewer. In the house, you mean? Outside the house. Oh, outside the, the house. For yeah. the, the viewership. Audience. Yeah, the audience. Big Brother has the most, like, cutthroat, vitriol audience, like the amount of emails and death threats that went to my work, my old job, my sisters death and threats? family. Oh yeah, people are, yeah, people are, yeah, crazy in that game because they're so invested and so, and just unhinged um, and they think for they three know months. You. Huh? Yeah, and they think they know, yeah, yeah, they have this relationship and they're like, I know everything about you because I watched you sleep for three months. And it's just like, I mean, you know about me playing this game, that's not me but it is uh, a part of me and so it is but it's funny because I, I i will sit next to friends that are um beloved from that season right after and i would see them like scroll through 900 comments and 14 of them are negative and they'll get stuck on those 14 oh, go, yeah. and it's crazy to see and i'm just like wait but the math like math is <laughs> like why so i i feel so unfazed because of the math and um and, and, but I recognize I've just had enough conversations to understand why other people feel personal. And, and that's, and even personal is a trigger word in the show because Wes is a, is a famous challenger, Wes Bergman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a comment recently about how it was on social media and he was posting about how, you know, everyone say like, Hey, it's just a game, you know, but it's not like monopoly doesn't affect your livelihood. And, uh, it doesn't bring in your, your, because it doesn't affect your livelihood and because you're not in this high intensity, high stress, high adrenaline, possibly dangerous situation that has all these other emotions attached to it. Um, it is a game, but to say it's just a game is irresponsible and it, it, it's distancing ourselves. That way we could sit on our high horses and judge people. So that's one thing for sure from playing the games is that like when I watch anybody in any of the seasons, I'm just like, like, well, I know I'm not there, and I, I don't have all of the, uh, 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 one of my, uh, I think Tony Robbins had a line where he said, um, people often say, if I were you, I'd do this. It's like, well, no, if you were me, you would be me, and this is what me does, and this is how me thinks. <laughs> so, like, no, that's not true, And but we're quick to say that. It's like, no, if you, you haven't had my DNA, my experiences, my right. everything all that leads that. to that, and yeah, and so that's something... It's crazy. I th Kylan, I think you're you're an incredible young man, and uh, I'm so excited we got to talk. Uh, I'm really inspired. I, I see a lot of great things ahead of you, and we've talked about this too beyond competition reality series. I know, you know, um, you're headed back to the challenge at, at some point, or we don't know. We don't know. I mean, we Got can't it. talk about it yet. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we but don't yeah. know. We don't know. No, we don't know. No, we don't know. That's the hope. Well, the, that's no, because the the, hope. And by the way, I know a lot of people who are hoping they get that call, but now they have an embarrassment of riches in terms of the, think of the alumni. <laughs> How many hundreds of people have been in the challenge? Yeah. And we're coming up on the 40th anniversary, which will be a big, 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 big deal. Um, are you in touch with everyone from the challenge? Um, not everyone. The challenge, challenge is, uh, I mean, you're definitely creating a lot of bonds, but it's not that same, since it's not that same isolation and you get yeah, calls but, home. Okay, so but the question, not, yeah. Kai, would, do people actually work hard on the bonds outside the show in this downtime in hopes that when they go back to the show, they'll have an alliance? I think that depends on the people. I feel like... Do people do that? I feel like people do that but it's that that's what that's why reality tv is such an interesting especially these competitions where it's like not scripted is and we're in competition with each other is such a blurred space because you do have you there i have my certain friendships that i'm like these are my friends and like you know, I there's no question Who between are your us. Horatio, uh, Norris. yeah, Horatio Norris. Like we are just you know family now, and like there, there's not any thoughts about like oh we're you know any other ulterior motives. But then everyone else, I here's what I would say is that realistically, there's not ulterior motives with most interactions with most other people. But for some of them, there might be, and for, to go even further, for some of them there kind of is. So even if it's just 1% or 0.1%, you don't know which 0.1% that is. Mm. So you don't know who you're talking to, what situation, what, and so it's somewhere in your head, it's like, is this person liking my post or commenting because they want 
to build a positive relationship with me? Or is it real? Or did this person, you know, nice to me at this event or whatever because of that? And it's like most of the time the answer is no, that's not why. But one of those times it might be yes and you don't know when that is. So it's a very interesting thing to experience in real life to where you're like, oh wow, like is this person thinking this way? And like, and like they're probably not, but then wh who is and who isn't? And, and so it's, it, it is, uh, I don't want to see you get exhausted even thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, don't. yeah. No, I'm seeing I, and get, I don't. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think about it consciously as often because I very intentionally try not to. I very intentionally like, you know what? I'm not gonna find that. But think as far as like future season of the challenge, I love the game. It's the coolest. Like, it's the coolest thing I've ever ex experienced. Um, you know, and uh, I, yeah, well, I'd love to do more. We'll <laughs> That's see you. I'm sure we're gonna see you again. It's at Kylan Young. On Instagram? Yeah, Kylan Young on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and then Kylan.Young on TikTok, though. Got it. Reason, so. Got it. You could Somebody stole that from you? I thought I have it, but we cannot recover it, so we're working on it. Okay. <laughs> Kylan.Young is just fine. All right, we'll be doing, yeah, and we're, we're talking about some stuff too, Kai. So what a great interview. <laughs> um, thank you so much. And for everyone from Heel Squad, uh, what does what does my beautiful wife say? She says, and I have to read this. This by the way, this is my brain, my ADD brain, and also meets COVID, meets Lyme disease, meets eighty other afflictions. Make good choices, be nice people, and of course, remember to be present. Did I get that right, Dwayne? You did. Did yeah. I get that right, Nikkei? You sure did. All right, Roxy. Did I? I can probably ask you because you knew that, right? Yeah, Maria. you nailed it, Kev. Rox, thanks for coming and sitting with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Are kidding? Anytime. A lot of fun. Kai, love you, buddy. More to come. <laughs> love you guys. Thank you. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.